Hey everybody, this is Gino Boost from GameMusicForAll.com, and you're listening to episode 28 of the Subcon Video Game Hip Hop Podcast. Uh, it's been a while since you last heard from me, and you could pin that on a little game called Xenoblade Chronicles X, but before we get into that, the song you heard to open up this episode was a super dope instrumental hip-hop beat by Beatmaker Kells, and it was a remix of music from Parappa the Rapper titled Gotta Believe, I Do Believe, and I also believe that this is going to be an all-instrumental-based uh, podcast this episode, the first of its kind here on Subcon. And as another famous podcast likes to say, you gotta give the people what they want, and what video game music fans want are instrumentals. There is a very large contingent of instrumental fans in the VGM world, and I do need to cater to that contingent every once in a while. And that's why I'm playing some of my favorite hip-hop beats from 2015. Uh, I'm specifically highlighting two of my favorite beat makers from the year. The aforementioned beatmaker Kells. I'll be playing more from his album Video Game Flips in just a moment. And that'll be followed up by something from Voodoo Lion from his latest EP, Episode 3 Beyond the Stars. Uh, but before we get into all that, I gotta tell you about Xenoblade Chronicles X. Uh, now, it's been maybe... Well, okay. The last console RPG I played was Final Fantasy IX. And I believe that is about six Final Fantasies ago? Seven? I'm not sure how many Final Fantasies there are, because there's also a lot of other things called Final Fantasy, and I have cared not to keep up. Um, but the... Most recent console RPG I finished, Final Fantasy VII. And let me tell you, RPGs have changed a whole lot in the last near 20 years. But the more things change, the more they stay the same, because uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, for all its faults and foibles, uh, was mostly just grinding. Uh, I was on an alien planet, picking on weak animals smaller than me and feeling like a tough man about it because there's nothing they can do because not only were we the dominant species on Earth but we're the dominant species on Mira now so get back because I'm shooting and stabbing everything that moves uh, most of the time they would just you know stomp on me and kill me immediately but unfortunately for them I'm a video game character and therefore immortal and I just keep coming back for more we're going to get into some spoilers because I actually want to talk about the ending of Xenoblade Chronicles X. Man, I hate that there's a Xenoblade and then there's a Xenoblade Chronicles. So I actually have to physically say Xenoblade Chronicles X to make sure everyone knows about the very specific game in the series that I'm referring to. Anyway, in Xenoblade Chronicles X, here come the spoilers. The ending is completely ridiculous. Uh, there's 12 uh, chapters to the quote-unquote story, and I played about 250 hours in the game. Um, if I was generous and said every uh, chapter took about 5 hours, and that's being very generous uh, to finish, that would be about only 60 hours. And within those 60 hours, 
not much happens. Like that, I before I got to the final chapter, I was pretty convinced there's going to be like 30 chapters because barely anything had happened. Almost nothing had been explained, but that's only because they're saying every single twist and explanation and and everything right up until the very final cutscene. Okay, so let me try to walk you through it. Uh, we show up at the uh, arc life life arc thing where all the bodies of humanity are currently being stored. And of course the aliens are also attacking it. So we bust in there and then we're like, oh, that's cool. We made it. And then, you know, but then the bad guy bursts through the wall with his uh, god robot. And, you know, that's a battle. But we beat him up. But then the bad guy, the one that was in all the cutscenes prior to this, he comes out and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Just because you beat up my god robot doesn't mean you'll beat me up. But then the dude who was a traitor originally pops back in, stabs the guy that you've been waiting to fight this whole time. And then he's like, yep, kicked his ass for you. And it's like, well, I wasn't really asking you to kick his ass for me because I was going to kick his ass for me. But then they both like fall into this giant vat of something. And that means that all these monsters come out of it or something. For some reason, a bunch of monsters come out. It's an RPG. You need some enemies, monsters, you know, whatever. But anyway, after that, um, the dude who stabbed the bad guy, they both fall into this vat of like plasma and then they turn into one super humongous giant beast thing and then they're like well you gotta kill me because now I'm evil okay fine I was going to anyway he didn't have to ask so I beat him up and then they're like surprise there's no human bodies here we uploaded them all into a big old computer Suddenly we have to start this existential philosophical debate about what it is to be human and what it is to be yourself when you're always constantly changing. So one of the guys on your crew was like, I don't know, I want my old body back. I don't want some weird new body. And then everyone else was like, God, get over it. You big baby, we live in the future. At least that that's what I was yelling at the screen while I waited for the cutscene to end. But then after this crazy existential debate about what it is to have a body and then this lady comes in talking about she's actually an alien and she's been my partner in the entire game and she couldn't you know trust me a little more to find that out until the very last moment i mean i could have been playing through the whole game with an alien for a teammate which would have been really rad and even now that i've beaten the game i can't even find the option to change uh, her outfit to her alien outfit so I'm still stuck playing with another boring human. Anyway, then like some other stuff happens. Uh, everyone goes home. They have like some food. Uh, and then the trader, he shows up like on a shore or something. And then it's like the end question mark. And then I'm like, well, no, what? I guess it is you. And I was pretty frustrated because I mean, how does they tell me the end with a question mark? They They decide when the end is. And that's where they decided to put it. I just started looking up how to do things just to get the last couple of uh, knickknacks and thingamabobs that you have to collect in the game. And then I realized that I finished the game and I don't want any more thingamabobs because I have to get into Fast Racing Neo, which I downloaded 
maybe, what, a week or two after I started playing Xenoblade Chronicles. So I've really had a lot of fast racing on my mind now. Alright, so if any of that made sense, let's get back to the music. Uh, like I said, we kicked things off with Beatmaker Kells. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you've definitely heard a lot of his music uh, in the background. And I do believe I highlighted it once or twice in the first season. This is season 3, episode 4, for anyone keeping track. Uh, Video Game Flips was the first album, I think I ran across it on Bandcamp, but it was the first album I heard by Beatmaker Cal's, and it's definitely made me want to make sure that I keep listening to him. So definitely check the show notes over at gameofmusicforall.com slash subcon. And then let's talk about some of the music we have in the background right now. Uh, the first track you heard... Um, This guy maybe makes a remix every six months, but every six months I definitely have a track I'm dying to play on the podcast. So we heard Mysterious Old Man by Salazar, a slightly underrated track from the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack, or Final Fantasy III, want to be a dick about it. That was followed up by an actual OST with some dope scratching. That was Shabuya by... Takaharu Ishimoto, and that's from a handheld RPG that I spent many, many hours on. That was from the World Ends With You soundtrack. Then we heard another one of my favorite soundtracks from a console game that is as far removed from an RPG as you can get. It was from House of the Dead Overkill, and it was a level 1 and 6 boss music. And then after that, we heard something that was absolutely killer brand new, and I would have been the first to break it if I had done this podcast when I was supposed to. Um, It's Chief Takanawa with his tribute to Smash Bros. X Cloud with his track Breaking the Limit, which is a clear, definite, and very awesome remix of Final Fantasy VII music. And then we chilled things out with one of my favorite instrumentalists of 2015 Urban Flow, a guy whose uh, album Melodic Bumps 4 has been getting plenty of play on this podcast so I had to squeeze in something from his upcoming Melodic Bumps 5 that was Nizetti uh, parentheses Sega Genesis and with that it's time to get into the next track this is another one from Beatmaker Cows. And I maybe my favorite beat on the album, taking a super memorable track from from a game that started me on a lifelong love affair with the series, Super Mario Kart. A very memorable track that doesn't tend to get as much love because it's more of a short jingle, but that makes it perfect to get flipped on this hip-hop remix. This is Koopa's Jingle Flip. From Super Mario Kart by Beatmaker Kells from Video Game Flips.
Welcome back. That second track you heard was by Voodoo Lion from his latest instrumental hip-hop remix of video game music EP, Episode 3, Beyond the Stars. I'm not going to go back and fix that sentence. Voodoo Lion just gets me all tongue-tied and stuff. So the original episode of this podcast was recorded like a month and a half ago, and it involved a lot of discussion about the then-new news about uh, Cloud being in Smash Brothers and that super sweet Geno costume and assorted other Smash Brothers minutia. But that's all old hat now. Um, all I can say is I used Cloud online. I suck. I don't know how to use them. And I am currently too obsessed with the Xenoblade Saga to invest much time into getting better. And I do love that Geno costume. I will definitely take it. I won't try, I won't be bitter and be like, well, if Geno's not in the game, then it still sucks because he is in the game. I just can't use him online. So I can't even fall out of Star Road and then bust some heads, but I'll take what I can get. But what's really important is I got to talk about Voodoo Lion himself. Uh, the guy dropped not one, not two, but three different EPs of video game hip hop remixes, starting with episode one, 8 bit childhood, which, um, ironically or unironically, features a lot of 16 bit music, which includes some of my favorite uh, soundtracks of all times. And that was followed up by a PlayStation era excursion of music. Uh, known as episode 2, Rust and Blood. It took a very dark turn, which was very appropriate for its October release. And he closed up this uh, original trilogy with episode 3, Beyond the Stars, where he expanded not just with uh, video games, but he also included some Star Wars remixes that got my nostalgia blood pumping super full. Almost made me go see the movie, but I didn't go see it because I don't see movies. Rather, sit at home and create podcasts. But as I was saying, most of the episode was originally going to be about Super Smash Brothers, but that's all out the window. So instead, we're going to talk about the next upcoming game I'm really excited about, Papa LaCroix, A Story of Seasons. Now, there are these games called Boko- Bokujo Monogatari Games. And basically, if you've ever played a Harvest Moon title, you know what that is, because that is the Japanese title for Harvest Moon. But then we went through this crazy topsy-turvy thing where the people who have the rights to Harvest Moon are making imposter Harvest Moon games, so now Harvest Moon has to be retitled The Story of Seasons. And the Harvest Moon people, uh, Natsume, they're basically like some terrifying ghoul who wears the Harvest Moon title like some terrifying mask of skin parading around with mediocre games and then claiming that they're Harvest Moon. So then you see people commenting online that, man, Harvest Moon has really gone downhill. No, it hasn't. They're called Story of Seasons now, and the last one was really, really good. Uh, Not to mention the Rune Factory uh, series, Rune Factory 4. I probably spent like three or 400 hours on, uh, you know, just farming, tending my cows and... Uh, hitting on women in the city. But after seeing so much time into Rune Factory 4, 
Um, I'm ready for another excursion and another chance to grow turnips for profit. And that's where Popo LaCroix, A Story of Seasons, comes in. Because uh, basically there's this Popo LaCroix series of games in anime and manga and all that other stuff uh, in Japan. And it's a game and they've gone ahead and attached, you know, farming mechanics to it. So how could I say no? I can't possibly say no. Especially with the studio that created the Rune Factory 4 games blown and scattered to the winds. You gotta support every chance for some Bokujo Monogatori whenever there's a sliver of a chance of hope. And, I mean, I don't know nothing about this Popo LaCroix thing. I read a little bit about it, trying to wrap my head around that aspect of things. But... I'd rather just let it wash over me like a bunch of wacky Japanese insanity. Uh, much like a lot of the other things I learned to enjoy over the years. Um, because, I mean, I don't know anything about, about Popo LaCroix, but I do know that I love obscure Japanese video games with lots of bright colors. So it took a long time to narrow down exactly what... Uh, songs were going to make the cut for this instrumental uh, special. I had to struggle with the idea of making this uh, another mega cast and doubling the amount of music I play, but you know, that takes a lot of wind out of me having to talk for four ten minute stretches. I mean, I'm only human and I'm only a hermit human at that. So all this talking really does a number on my vocal cords. But I do it for the fans. All, well, I don't think there's any of you. So I was trying to narrow it down. I had a lot of great uh, instrumentals from the past year. But when all was said and done, uh, Beatmaker Cal's and Voodoo Lions albums uh, really felt like they took things up a notch. They're some of the albums that really inspired me to continue uh, doing this podcast, even when it felt like I wasn't going to find enough tracks or I just didn't have time or I just didn't feel like talking uh, that day but I pulled through so I could share super awesome music like Voodoo Lion and uh, I am also rewarded because he just keeps releasing even more great music Um, the guy is definitely on a tear and I do not disapprove I mean some people go into the studio for a while and that's cool too But some people, when inspiration strikes, uh, they just release that stuff. And that's also very cool because whatever it is, just release it. Let me hear it. I'll decide. I'll tell you what's what. What Voodoo Lion is, is super awesome instrumental beats that just get the nostalgia flowing. Even though he's flipping things into a hip-hop vibe, he still is able to keep a lot of the foreboding or adventurous atmospheres of the games that he uh, pulls from and that's always an incredible feat if you can make some uh, inside out hip hop uh, metroid and make it still sound extra haunting even with some dope drums going on in the background and now we're almost to the end of the show so it's a good time to list off the last of the instrumentals that I played for you today Uh, To kick off this second break, we heard from J-Beats versus JTBS. That was Donkey Kong Country, uh, Ambidance. And of course, that's a remix of the aquatic ambience music from Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. 
That was followed up by another Super Nintendo remix. This time, it was Mute City from F-Zero, uh, ably remixed by uh, Video Game Orchestra. And that's two words, video game and orchestra. Uh, be sure to check them out. I've been listening to them for almost, well, probably over 10 years now. And they still make incredible music. That's followed up by some new music by Masaikas who was doing a X amount of beats and X amount of days type album. And that was called Cholo Ruins. And with a title like that, I can't say no. And that was followed up by another Metroid-inspired track. Uh, that was Metroid. A very simple title, but very effective. Um, by Nerono. And you can find out in a SoundCloud. Uh, be sure to check the show notes, of course, for links to all the amazing music that I played on today's episode. And that was followed up by an incredible classic I was able to rescue from a forgotten hard drive. That was from the defunct net label Megatwerp. Um, and that is from the ironically titled compilation Return of Megatwerp. And it's called What's Real by the Twilight Division. And man, I really need to dig into the Twilight Division at some point. But that'll have to wait for another episode. Um, until then, be sure to vibe on all those super dope instrumentals uh we're gonna close things out after the final track you're gonna hear the any theme to f-zero by yumiko konki and naoda ishida uh f-zero was probably the very first uh video game soundtrack that made me just want to hear the music and you know completely uh separate from the game like when i realized wow this music is really good and really makes me want to race uh, but before we get a ride out on that spectacular uh, ending theme, we're going to hear the ending to Voodoo Lion's latest. Uh, this track is called Continue, and that's with a question mark. And I sure hope Voodoo Lion continues because as far as I'm concerned, if he keeps releasing music, he's going to be the best beat maker of every year that he releases music uh, in my book. So come on, Voodoo Lion, if you want to get in on the 2016 best video game hip-hop remixes of the year, a year from now, be sure to keep dropping all them dope tracks. <laughs> but I'm not sure how much that incentive will drive you. Um, until then, be sure to find me all over the internet, uh, gamemusicforall.com slash subcon, and youtube.com slash game music for all you could find uh video versions of the podcast as well as other exclusive youtube video content and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes or stitcher uh just search for subcon podcast and you know hit or click the subscribe button thanks for listening and i will see you next week Unless I start playing Xenoblade Chronicles X again.
Thanks for listening to the Subcon Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to me at patreon.com slash genoboost. Find song links and show notes at gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. Follow me on Twitter at genoboost and Instagram at RetroBitsLA. And of course, you can find the latest video game-based albums at GameMusicForAll.com. You're now leaving Subcon.